Hey there, Walt chums. Wanted to let you know that we have recorded a couple of episodes out of order. What? And uh, <laughs> so we might reference things like, as we said in last week, or as we just told you last week, uh, and you don't remember that? It's not you. It's us. We recorded things out of order. We posted things out of order. <laughs> It's we're, not you, it's me. We're wacky <laughs> that way. So uh, please enjoy whatever you're about to hear. Welcome to a New Year's Eve in July sale episode of We Only Look Thin. I am one of your hosts. My name is Donald Weigel, and I have lost about 100 pounds, and I have kept it off for about four years. And with me, as always, is... Catherine Weigel. Uh, Happy New Year's, everybody. (laughs) Uh, Wait, that's what we're saying. Hello, Happy New Year. No. I did ha- it again. It's happy, Catherine Weigel. Happy half year. Happy half year. Uh, it is Catherine Weigel. I am a Tiny Habits certified coach. Oh, I've lost yeah. about 145 pounds. Wow. I can't remember how long I've kept it off. I think uh, maybe five years. You're pretty close years. to five. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm really like at four and a half right now. It's like kids. I don't know how old anybody's kids are when they say they graduate from something. Oh, my I just goodness. imagine them as babies. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, but. it's terrible. I if my, if my sisters ever listen to this, like I always forget the ages of their kids. It's awful. I have to like like go back and be like okay so they were born in this yeah, year my, so that means my sister was born in 1980 and she is the only human person whose birthday i actually know because it was 80 so yeah. every 10 years you can figure it out but anybody after that i don't know before i don't know after so uh, anyway yeah. hello and happy half year everyone that's a thing now hello hello yeah i think it it is nice though you know this is this was an unplanned tangent but um you know which is totally unusual for us um, but it is nice though that like there was a point at which I was like, okay, I've been on my goal weight for exactly thirty two days. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've hit it for thirty three. Okay, now it's 50, 18 months, fifty one <laughs> days. Yeah, exactly. And now I'm just like, I don't know. I think it's like four and a half years. Yeah, I guess when it gets to the point when you don't actually realize what it is, I think I had my anniversary. I'm up a little bit more than I would like to be right now. For yeah. being honest, no, I guess uh, I am too. But I'm definitely at the point where I, it's not as precious to me it's just more like yeah i that's a good thing to be so hopefully you can be as blase as we are right now everyone at some point <laughs> <laughs> i guess that's but the what message. we're not blase about is what is it uh what's the message uh the, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> the, the message is that someday that you too can be as blase about it as we are <laughs> yeah but what we're not about uh as blase because is. <laughs> everyone strives to be blase <laughs> that's what you want that, that's Boy, this, how you know you're living your best life. Yeah. Do we, do we change it to, from inspiration to blasé? Yay, 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 yay. Blas, yay. Blas, take, yay. Take your blasé to blas, yay. Boy, we need to workshop it. But uh, yeah. but today we're talking about halfway through the year. Yeah, it, um, it felt like an attack when I heard it recently, but... 2022 is half over. Like, is it half over or is it half? We still have half to beginning. go. See, yeah, I was trying to, I was trying to set myself oh, up sorry, for I'll, the punchline, but um, that's okay. Um, and you know, we will oftentimes 
I, I am a little bit hung up on the whole like New Year's Day, the setting all of your hopes and dreams upon a new year, all of those commercials for the uh, a particular fitness chain that were like, new year, new you, like, and we oftentimes as people set all of our hopes and dreams upon that turning the page of the calendar. Yeah. And we look at January 1st as a fresh start as a new year, a clean slate. And so we will oftentimes just throw everything out the window for the month of December, half of November even. Yeah. And I did. (laughs) I did. Exactly. And we will set these huge goals based on, okay, in 2022, I'm going to lose 80 pounds or 50 pounds. We'll make these sweeping uh, generalizations. I'm going to even things like I'm going to read 50 books this year or or, you know, just these big health goals like I'm going to go to the gym, you know, every day I'm going to run, you know, uh, two miles, five days a week every day in 2022. And then, you know, we that calendar flips and we're still the same people that we were the day before. And unfortunately, things in life happen. Have you heard of that? Have you heard of things happening in the future? Vaguely. (laughs) I'm I'm like sort of aware of it, yeah. So in January, I sort of had a goal of losing a certain amount of weight and sticking to my habits and my goals. And I've done a lot of things right, but I've also had a lot of setbacks. And it turns out, as, uh, as we are in the month of June... The good news is I've maintained the weight. The bad news is I'm the same weight that I was at New Year when I said I was going to lose weight. So, you know, it's it's six months in, same weight that I was at Christmas. Is that a, is a glass half full, glass half empty? Yeah. We can look at it two ways. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, certainly on the one hand, like the fact that that you know, we haven't gained any more weight is great, but I'm still, I'm still probably close to 10 pounds uh, above where I I am truly happy. Uh, And, you know, part of that is, is adjusting my mindset about, you know, what my weight means to me, etc. But also, part of it is knowing that, I haven't always, uh, you know, stuck to my habits in the way that I really want to. Well, and when we put habits in place or we say we're going to do certain things, it's based on certain parameters and things that we're going through in life. And the end of the school year for our daughter was something I could not predict in terms of how stressful it was for me as a sophomore, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> let yeah. alone her as a sophomore. And I did super great up until about Easter. And then, you know, Easter candy remains Easter candy. We've talked about that only on Easter. But then the end of the school year was really difficult as a family. And then, so my my habits kind of fell apart there at the end of the school year. Yeah. And then in June, uh, we've talked about it before, uh, Donald Weigel got COVID. Yeah, and I, I am still having some lingering effects from it now. Um, I don't know if you can uh, hear it in my voice necessarily, but uh, I'm, I still am, you know, weeks later, not 100% recovered. And it was, it, you know, I, I had to hibernate essentially in our bedroom for a couple of weeks. And, um, I think it was almost worse on Catherine than yeah. it was on me. Like I, I was, look, I'm just going to pat myself <laughs> on the back on a microphone. I was very proud of myself. I dropped my calories, uh, 
you know, 250, 300 a day, my calorie goal, because I was getting no movement at all. And, you know, I don't know if eating less is the best idea when you're sick, but um, uh, from a medical standpoint, but I knew I didn't want to over that couple of week period I, I that I was in bed, I knew I didn't want to, you know, add any pounds. Um, so I adjusted pretty well, but I think it was pretty stressful on Catherine. Yeah, it was stressful on me. And I, again, I don't want to make it about me uh, versus Donald, but I do well with consistency. I do well, like when Donald's on track, it's easy for me to be on track, but it was difficult for me in the first two weeks of June. And I'm still kind of stumbling through that. We're, we're recording this. I think it's still June, right? Yeah. Um, but we can get discouraged by the number on the scale. I got on the scale this morning. And again, I'm basically exactly the same weight that I was at Christmas. And if you are listening to this, which I'm assuming you are, if you're hearing this, <laughs> sorry. If, if you're a human listening to a podcast, then I assume you're listening to this podcast. So in listening to this, it's already July. And if you are not happy with the results that you've gotten this year, maybe things haven't gone as planned, maybe you asked too much of yourself, it can be really discouraging to be at the same weight that you were in December or maybe even up on the scale. Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, going back to my new year, new you uh, spiel at the beginning of the episode, I think that, you know, a lot, oftentimes what I would do, and I think a lot of people do is they'll go into the new year and maybe they will make some broad sweeping changes and maybe those sweeping changes will last for a few months or or a few weeks or a few days and then you know something life comes up life happens and you get off track and then suddenly you're like well i've blown it there's yeah. always next year <laughs> <laughs> yep well, you know what 2023 is my year and maybe here in july that you're already thinking to yourself well okay i i don't have any sort of milestone in front of me to look forward to until the calendar changes again over to 2023 so i'm just I'm going to, you know, do what I'm doing right now. And then next year, next year will be my year. That'll be the year that I get it together. Well, and for me, too, my birthday is coming up and it's easy to go like, well, I'm not going to lose that 22 pounds in 2022 by my birthday that I wanted to, which we've already talked about. Don't set a, a <laughs> milestone. Yeah. But, it, you know, it can be like, well, this isn't the year for me. It's just it's going to have to be next year or the summer is too crazy. I'll wait till fall. And then the fall is too crazy. So I'll wait until next year. But we're asking you, and I, I can't remember if we actually asked this, are you considering 2022 as half full or half empty? Yeah. And, and really, when you look at it, January 1st is only important because we as a society have decided it's important. Like we could really start the year, you know, I don't want to go too deep down a philosophical rabbit hole, but the year could start any day. Like, it's just that we as a society for hundreds of years, thousands of years, um, have decided that, you know, it starts on January 1st. And really, that is only important because we've decided it's important. But what if you decided that July 1st was important? Or yeah. what if you decided that any day was a good day to get started? And it, you know, rather than looking at it like, well, the year's half over, I may as well just wait till next year. 
your year, you still have half of your yeah. year left in which to make the changes that you're looking for. Well, and too, I, I think originally this idea came up with thinking about the fiscal year, which I know a lot of times like banks start in July or certain businesses is like, well, the fiscal year numbers are blah, blah, blah. They don't actually yeah. go to January. So yeah. this is your fiscal. I'm trying to think of anything that rhymes with fiscal. <laughs> uh, nothing rhymes with fiscal. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you cannot make a rhyme out of the word fiscal and and, uh, if and you please can, don't try. <laughs> please email us at, yeah. Um, so what we're asking you to do is not make a sweeping giant like, oh, well, that's a great idea, Catherine and Donald. What if I did start my, you know, in air quotes, my f- healthy fiscal year today? We're, we're saying don't just say I need to lose 50 pounds or whatever it is, maybe actually break that down into bite-sized plans and try and add things to your life one at a time. Ask yourself, what is something that I can do right now that I can actually get myself to do moving forward? So I follow a an a, a Instagram and Instagram <laughs> um, called My Self Love Supply. And they had a quote that I would like to share with you today. So oh. here it goes. Okay, so so what if instead of thinking about solving your whole life, you just keep thinking about adding additional good things? One at a time, just let your pile of good things grow. So that's sort of what we want to focus on for the rest of this episode. Instead of thinking about the end result that you want or the things that you need to quit doing, which I think we definitely do. I too many carbs, too much sitting, too much whatever. Yeah, for sure. What if we start thinking about things that we want to add to our lives instead of things that we feel like we're obligated to subtract? And part of this is that I used to always go into these situations. I would come to these, you know, crossroads in my life and I'd be like, I have to make a big change. And I would always get super sad and it would feel super depressing. Yeah. And because my idea of making big changes was that I had to, you know, invoke austerity measures in my life. I would have to give up all of the things, all of the foods typically that brought me joy. I would have to, you know, uh, get rid of going to bed late and I'd have to start getting up early and going to a gym and it just felt, you know, really terrible. The idea of trying to like to to get rid of all of the foods I liked and then add all this exercise yeah. and you know, I I would maybe be able to do it for a little while and I would rely on willpower and I'd be, you know, quote unquote good for a little while. And then I would, you know, have a couple days in a row where I didn't stick to it. And then I'd be right back where I was because I would just decide, well, I'm just going to give up all my progress at that point. Well, and it was definitely like, well, I've now I've got to go to the gym for 45 minutes and now I've got to cook right. homemade meals and now I've got to join Weight Watchers. And- all of these things that I didn't want to do and that yeah. I didn't like doing and it was wasn't until I realized that, you know, the more I liked the plan I was on, the more likely I was to stick to the plan that I was on, (laughs) that I was really able to do it. Exactly. So in Walt's Place, We Only Look Thin Place, our accountability group based on Facebook for women. Um, Yes. I mean, women isn't based on Facebook, but the group is on Facebook. There we go. (laughs) The group is for women and it's based on Facebook. Anyway, we have an accountability group. If you want more information on that, you can go over to weonlylookthin.com. 
gmail.com and click on join our support group for more information. But I ask morning and evening questions each day and kind of sometimes they're fun, sometimes they're more serious. But this question that I asked was about adding things to your life instead of subtracting. So I said, we often think of less or fewer when working on our health, fewer treats, less fun, fewer carbs. But instead of thinking that way, what do you want more of in your life? So I'm asking you this on this very podcast as well. What do you want more of? Have you thought about how to get it? So let's think about ways that we can add things to our lives instead of taking away. So instead of I should watch less TV. What about I want more sunset walks instead of I need to drink less soda. Think of, hey, I'd love to drink more water instead of fewer carbs. Maybe, hey, I love grilled veggies. I don't know why everything starts with hey. <laughs> hey, um, hey, I like hey. grilled veggies. But instead of less gym or more gym time, what about I just want more movement in my life? It doesn't have to be that specific. So I asked everyone in the group to share some things about what they wanted more of. And here, I will give you a list. I will uh, – maybe I'll change every name. That would be fun. No, I'll, oh, just, yeah. I'll just give you the list of uh, – <laughs> We'll call her Rhonda. See, I was – thinking of excelsior oh. as one of the names oh, i don't know yeah. why but that that's not really of all the like dream names i would want i, w- I always wanted patricia when i was like playing as really? a kid i thought patricia was just like it was very like dynasty falcon crest wow see like, that patricia. makes me think of peppermint patty from uh, the peanuts oh interesting <laughs> all right well we all have our, our i don't i feel like most of the patricias i've known have been like pat or patty no but this is patricia patricia wears like a mink stole and, oh yeah and glares at poor people makes declarations <laughs> in that sort of 40s like yeah. news news voice exactly she gets into fights with crystal carrington oh yeah you did it very well thank you um so he, generally speaking i'm not going to say patricia or excelsior which <laughs> for some reason is a name that would be a good bu- name for a butler i guess yeah. i don't know um so here are some things that they wanted so they wanted more walks more water hugs salads self-love peace uh time for prayer home-cooked meals bike rides, rest, recovery, silence. I like this one a lot. Creative enjoyment in the kitchen. That was ah. one of my favorites. More walks with my pup, more time with God. What, you're all you know, that? No, I just, my idea of creative enjoyment in the kitchen is that I add like pre-cut roasted red peppers from a jar to my like frozen veggie burgers. <laughs> hey, man. You that's, do what's right for that's you. My, that's the extent of the creative expression I would like. So all of these different ideas, and people were uh, were riffing off of each other or getting inspiration from others. I actually, I really love that creative enjoyment in the kitchen because a lot of times we think of it as drudgery. But think about the season in your life right now. What does the summer season afford you? What can you do before fall that is true to the season? Like right now, fresh fruit is really, you know, bountiful here and fresh vegetables. So adding more things to your life instead Instead of, oh gosh, you really got to cut down on the carbs, think about what you can add to your life. And in doing so, it's not about that punishment, but really like, here, we'll, we'll wait. Take some time to write down some things that you want more of in your life. And, you know, I would caution right now, if you're anything like me, um, we've talked about the, uh, the four tendencies and I am a questioner and I 
tend to um, want to gather data and data and data and decide what is going to, you know, move the needle the most. And so I would write down like, you know, 20 or 30 things that that I might do. And then I would just agonize over and over again. Okay, wait, should I start this one or that one? Yeah, wait. And and are is this one going to be the, the one that moves the needle the most? And just choose something like and, you know, taking a page out of Mr. BJ Fogg's book, Tiny Habits, figure out something you can get yourself to do right now, something that you don't hate. Like maybe, you know, you say to yourself, well, I want a little more sunshine in my life. So maybe you can get yourself to do a five minute walk every day. Maybe you're, you say to yourself, I'm going to add some seasonal fruit to every lunch or maybe just one lunch a week. What if you added a five-second plank to your day? What if you went to bed 10 minutes earlier? Like, oh, yeah, I could get myself to go to bed 10 minutes earlier. But it doesn't count unless I do 60 minutes, Donald. You know, and what if you're like, you know, I can't, I, I can't track every meal, but what if I just tracked one meal a day? And then you add to that. You, you do that for a little while until it becomes easy and routine and you add something to it and you, you say to yourself, well, instead of penalizing myself and doing all of these things that I hate and, and taking away all of these things that I enjoy, what if you just slowly add something that you feel like you can get yourself to do and then you figure out like, oh, I actually like doing this. I like taking a 10-minute walk. Maybe I'll make it a 20-minute walk. Yeah. Oh, maybe it's a 30. And that's kind of what Catherine and I ended up doing, even when we didn't have the framework of BJ Fogg and Tiny Habits or or a lot of these things that we discovered kind of after we were already doing it. We added things to our lives. And I figured out that I hate going to the gym, which I actually already knew, but I really like walking. I really like the, you know, I gamify adding steps to my life. And I didn't start with 20,000 steps a day. I started just trying to hit 5,000 steps a day. And eventually that became so easy that, you know, I'm now doing, you know, averaging 20,000 steps a day. And I like it. I actually want to do it and and figure out what you can add to your life that you actually want to do. Yeah, I in Walt's place, there I'll say it again, one of the members posted that she started adding fruit to every time that she had yogurt. Yeah. So it's like, it's not a huge thing, but I'm going, well, that's a great idea. Just adding fruit when you have yogurt. So you're pairing two things together. And guess what? I started doing it. And guess what? It kept me full longer. It was a pump up the volume situation. And and I have a, 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 with that, I was doing back in my, when I was in my 20s, I did Atkins um, for a couple of years. Atkins, which is now called keto, I believe it's roughly the same thing. And they, in, on Atkins, they demonized fruit so much because of the sugar. So much sugar. And I have... You know, for many years, even when I wasn't actually still doing low carb, I would avoid fruit like the plague. Oh my gosh. Because it was always so like sugary. this idea oh, there's so much sugar. It's so, you know, it's going to ruin your diet. And I had this idea that, that I had to stay away from fruit. And I, it was the same thing with, with pasta and a lot of other things. Um, you know, but there I was, like, I would eat an entire package of cheese covered in barbecue sauce, and that was fine. <laughs> but but don't eat fruit. And so I've only worked fruit into my life, really, in the last few years, and it is fantastic. <laughs> well, and I, I have to say, Donald started 
having using fruit as though he was like using a drug. He started having fruit, and I was like, "Oh, that's so sugary!" Like, "Oh, that's so yeah." Sugary. But yeah. He, meanwhile, I'm like, you know, I started doing fruit, main, man, <laughs> mainlining Oreos. But like, well, that's sugar. Like, that's a dessert. But whatever. And yeah, I didn't get 150 pounds more than I weigh right now because of my cantaloupe issues. Like, that's not the that's not the problem. Yeah, and maybe you're saying to yourself, at leading to my next point about doing things that are easy. Maybe you're saying to yourself, well, the only fruit I really like is pineapple. Okay. But but I hate buying a pineapple. I hate cutting it. I hate the whole process. You can buy pre-chopped pineapple in yeah. most stores these days, even year-round. Like, they they fly them in from whatever part of the world where pineapple's in season. And that's that's what I do. I love pineapple. I eat it almost every day. And I don't have to do any work except open the little container and, and weigh it out. And I try and stick to fruits that are really easy. I buy... Because I'm seven years old, I buy the pre-chopped apples in a bag because I like apple slices. I don't like all of that work (laughs) of eating a whole apple. But jokes aside, like that's an actual thing. You know, the easier you can make it for yourself. It removes the barrier for me to add the fruit to my life. I buy lots of berries that are really, you know, it's funny. I kind of... I kind of don't buy a lot of strawberries because that involves washing and cutting the little tops off. <laughs> but I will buy like blackberries and raspberries because all I have to do is rinse them and and eat them. And, you know, this is just an example. If you hate fruit, I'm not suggesting that you try and add that to your life. But there are ways you can get these things into your life without it being the most painful situation in the world. Yeah, and let's just, I'm going to say an aside, juice doesn't count as fruit. Oh, yeah, no, fruit, all... fruit juice, no, that's yeah, not. Yeah, no. Fruit, fruit juice typically, like, ounce for ounce has more calories than, than a regular soda. Right, and you're taking out all of the fiber and the pulp that is good for digestion, so uh, f- fruit juice is not the same as actually having fruit fruit, which I know back in Weight Watchers, I was really annoyed by that, but, you know, but that's not the issue. Anyway, okay, as an aside, <clears throat> we're going to get back to the <laughs> point. So in conclusion, if you go back and uh, re-listen to the part where I talked about all of the things in Wolt Place that people wanted more of in their lives, nobody said, I really need to compromise my values more. Right. I need the second half of the year. I really want to give more to my job. I really want to give more to stress. I really want to have poor boundaries. That's what I want more of. Yeah. Everything that people wanted more of was just adding nice things. No Nobody wanted more drama. Nobody wanted more pain. Everybody just posted about ways that they could make their lives richer, whether it was with hugs or laughter or prayer or salads. Whatever it is, it's just more of who you authentically want to be and what makes you feel good. So instead of thinking about the failures of the last six or seven months or, you know, using it as proof that you're just not good enough, it's never going to work for you. Think about a couple of things that you can add more of in your life because every little bit matters. And that joke about half full or half empty, people can be snarky about it. Like, oh, well, it's full of half a mud. (laughs) Like, whatever it is, there's always these That old chestnut, it's full of half a mud. (laughs) (laughs) No, people are like, oh, well, I hope it's full of cocktail. Like, whatever. But you actually have the opportunity to add things to the rest of the year to make it a good year. Now, look, I don't know if I'm going to lose weight the rest of the year. 
But what I can do is focus on adding things that make me feel good and make me feel like I'm more like myself and less like I'm compromising myself. And I think that you can do the same. So that is what I have to say. You're usually the one who finishes off the show. Yes, so I got th- very confused. There. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate it. And, you know, take this opportunity to take advantage of this New Year's Eve sale in July and uh, pretend that tomorrow is January 1st. Uh, only do it better. (laughs) That's to sum it up. Um, If you enjoyed this episode, uh, first of all, good on you. Um, Second of all, (laughs) you can find all of our episodes wherever you found this one. Uh, They're available uh, at all of the major podcast uh, places. Also uh, at our website anytime, 24-7 at weonlylookthin.com. Yep. And that's the thing. If there are sometimes when a podcast app doesn't show our podcast, if it's not there, just go to our website and check because we haven't missed an episode in four years and we record a few episodes episodes ahead of time. So we're always going to know if a podcast isn't there. So if it isn't there, go to our website. Yeah, we, we've we put out an episode on basically Sunday night uh, every every week for four and a half years. So if it's not there, um, then it's, uh, it's on the website. Yep. And if you are at our website, you can also click on the link for join our support group and find out more about Walt Place. We Only Look Thin Place is a weight loss accountability group based on Facebook for women. It is not a weight loss plan, but it is a place for accountability, fellowship, and just sharing with other women who are going through the process. We have people doing Weight Watchers, using calorie trackers, just lots of different things. So it's plan agnostic, but it is a place for support. We do uh, Zoom meetings. We've got a great newsletter. If I don't say so myself yeah it is self-proclaimed it's a fantastic great. newsletter that Catherine writes entirely without me <laughs> all i do is proofread it yeah uh but uh it's a great place for support we've got two subscription options a monthly option with a three-day complimentary trial and a seven-day complimentary trial with a three-month subscription and you know i'm gonna go a little bit off script here um Catherine brought up you know we're it's it's not a plan we're very plan agnostic and you know we've talked about the book before the diet fix by Yoni Friedhoff and he says in it the best plan is the one that you're going to stick to yeah. and and the one that you don't hate doing and we truly believe that you know we have the plan that we stick to um but even though Catherine and I both at fundamentally count calories and um exercise we don't do it the same way. Like we don't feel like there's any hard and fast rules to this. It's, you know, if it's working for you and if you don't hate it, that's the plan for you. Yeah. So moving <laughs> on, uh, if you would like to uh, interact with us in other ways, you can find us on social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at We Only Look Thin. And you can also email us to weonlylookthin at gmail.com. We enjoy episode suggestions. Uh, we have turned plenty of listener uh, emails into episodes. We also uh, will answer your questions. And once again, that is weonlylookthin at gmail.com. Yep. And if you would like to do us a favor and head over to Apple Podcast and leave us a rating and a review, that would be amazing. Not only 
only does it help others find our podcast when they're looking for inspirational podcasts. I don't know if you go like inspirational, funny, snarky podcast looking for. I uh, never actually just search for inspirational. I bet I bet they're probably religious based. Most yeah, of what I think comes they're up. much more. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. But uh, it but it boosts us in search results when people are looking for podcasts. So it really helps if you could do that. And it also makes us feel good. And if you could just tell somebody about the show, uh, one of the best ways in which the show grows is, uh, you know, you post about it on your social media group or you just, you know, say, hey, uh, you know what? I know a good podcast that you might enjoy when you're talking to friends and family. That really helps us out. And we definitely are grateful for it. So if you are nervous about inviting people to your fiscal New Year's <laughs> Eve party, just remember that Donald and I are an, an inspiration. inspiration. The information that you hear on this podcast is for informational purposes only. The hosts are not medical professionals. You should always consult with your doctor, nurse, or other certified health professional before beginning any diet or fitness program. You I think you just broke me. Oh, um, hello, no. it's Catherine Weigel. Donald sure made jokes about stuff, and it's lovely. And I think he is the best around. <laughs> Nothing is going to keep him down. I'm the best around.